Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Cosmic Crit, and it is my turn. It has been a while since I've done one of these. Ooh, I feel like I'm in a feel like I'm in an old but familiar space. Here to introduce the episode to you and to talk a little bit about my character Patrick asked me to do the intro and to talk about Devasho, talk about the journey so far and you know whatever else kind of pops into my mind so i thought i would go ahead and start riding on that devasho i've enjoyed playing quite a lot i you know he's not necessarily so far out there for me in terms of characters i create he's a big bulky guy who likes to get into the scrum uh at the end of the day and i enjoyed that but i wanted to i wanted to play a salarian and i chose shield salarian because i thought that would be fun since that was new and it just came out and I've enjoyed that so far. You know, I think there were a lot of things about the build that I may, ch- I may have may have changed um, if I were to have to redo it. But mechanically, I've really enjoyed Solarians. I've really enjoyed Devasho. I think he has a good mix of abilities that just straight deal damage that help him move along the battlefield in a, in a dynamic way that lets him get off either a bunch of attacks or just have good strong single attacks, good battlefield control as well. Uh, although it didn't come up too much, you know, I, I, I think one of the things I would probably change is Devasho has cleave and great cleave, but with his reach, he just doesn't get a lot of things that become adjacent to each other because of he's such a wide battlefield presence. So I think that was probably a mistake, and I, I would probably switch it out for something else at the moment. Uh, I don't know what it would be, but I think that was something that mechanically, looking back, I would probably redo. But I've been happy with all the Solarian abilities that I've chosen, and I've been happy where he as a character has ended up, both mechanically and, I think, from an overall story arc. I really wanted to play when I made Devasho a, a family character, somebody who was very focused on their family unit and a very large family unit. You know, I was raised an only child, and so I had a very small, close family upbringing where, you know, uh, we were really just a part of each other's lives every day, and and that holds a special place in my heart. So I, I but I wanted to make a character whose life was more. All you know, bunches of kids, big family, big family style type thing, and I, and I really enjoyed uh, crafting that background. Uh, you know, I, I think I threw out many times throughout this whole thing that Devasho has a lot of of children with his husband, and uh, but little do you know, I have them all named, and I thought it'd be fun uh, to list some of the names I tried to come up with while I was making his family because I didn't want to name them all, and uh, going down the line. The oldest child, I actually, is a Demai named Gavantes. And many of these children that are Devashas are obviously adopted children because of, um, that they've taken in because of various things that the Swarm have done that, you know, uh, planets or communities that have been devastated by the Swarm and eventually the children have ended up with them. So Gavantes is the 18 year, is an 18 year old Demai. And, you know, my plan was always if Devasho fell in battle in some way that perhaps I could convince Patrick that my, 18-year-old son, Devasho's 18-year-old son, Gavantes, would maybe step in as that role to continue walking to his father's footsteps and, and continue that path. There's also Hebron and Utakan. There's Paski, Kadoi, Ilioi, Ashashoru, Devaltath, Sedani, Gizbrak, and Yavra. And there's a whole, and all those are just a tons of different species. Um, many of them are trox. I think 
uh, Hebrin and Utakan, I made kind of blood siblings. They're twins, twin trucks. And uh, there were, there's a Sheeran and a human. There's a Formian. There's an Izalgun, a Kuoru, uh, a Han, a Yosoki. So I really wanted to make it a big cast of, uh, of characters for uh, his family. Other things I think that uh, are interesting that I put in Devasha's backstory that really you know never came up because they're not pertinent to the war effort against the swarm. Devasha was himself a uh, middle child. Uh, his old he had an older sister named Vo and a younger brother named Killick. And one of the things I put out there in in his backstory was that Killick moved off planet many many years ago, and the last he had heard of Killick was. Uh, that he had gotten caught up in some cult activity after witnessing the light of the explosion from the stellar gener- generator and learning about the events of Dead Sun. So I kind of wanted to tie the Dead Sun's campaign is something that happens, you know, in in the timeline. And I wanted that to be a part of the backstory. As far as the storyline for what has happened in the campaign, you know, I, I just didn't know where things were going to go. You know, when I built Devasho and I wanted to have this kind of corruption aspect to him. Uh, I did that sort of as a as a different way to try and process the difficulties that it, that there, it would have both physically and mentally of going through this war with an enemy that was inexhaustible and innumerable. And this corruption was kind of something I really wanted to play a big part and that, you know, that also affected his family life and his relationship with friends and you know just his own body as well. And for the most part I've really I've really enjoyed that you know having it be this corruptible uh, corrupting demon and you know meeting his grandmother and trying to purge this and overcome this corruption to me was a lot like him having to come to terms with the the the, the, stressor, the stressors and the difficulties of kind of having to endure this war and being away from his family you know the idea that um trying to amass more power might mean that he could get to reunite with his family and therefore protect them and kind of that misguided effort that he originally started out with and then eventually coming to terms with trusting his comrades more so than trying to amass his own immediate power and that even if he did amass all that immediate power and embrace the corruption, that he would ruin he would ruin his relationship with his family, which was the thing he was trying to you know seek to protect the entire time. So, I enjoyed all that. I think I think Patrick did a great job tying it into the campaign. I think it was it was very cathartic for me when we defeated that that final demon with very gross art that I don't ever want to have to revisit again. But it that moment felt very um, felt like everything was coming together for Debasho. That now he was really moving forward as a character whereas when fighting the corruption the corruption was something that already happened at the beginning of the campaign so i felt like a lot of his character was dealing with a past trauma and now it really feels like he can move forward and deal with whatever is happening to come afterward i would welcome playing him again past you know level 13 and and seeing what was beyond that i think there's a lot to the story that would be very interesting i think it would be fun to also play as his husband who was who was an envoy 
I think when I, I, I statted him out as an envoy, um, the, the eldest who I talked about potentially replacing Devasho if he fell was also a Solarian, but I had him as a Solar Flare Solarian when I statted him out as well. So all these things, you know, just the thoughts that have been bouncing around in my head as we are kind of ending this this campaign. And I think that it has been a very fulfilling one just coming from, a you know, as someone who just started their own family has been quite nice to, to play through. And I hope I don't ever have to do anything like what Devasho has done. But for my family, don't want any of that. But I do think that... I've enjoyed the character very much, and I hope I hope y'all have enjoyed the character a lot. So, without further ado, I think that's enough of me talking about Devasho. If you have any questions ever about Devasho, his backstory, or anything else that I've kind of created, I, I have a penchant to write a lot of things that don't ever see the light because that just is what helps me flesh out the character and make me feel uh, like I understand the character more. Is just to write a lot of things about them. Uh, I'll never share everything I wrote with Dross because. I, blah, 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 oh my gosh it was not good anyway uh <laughs> about i go ahead and get you into the episode it is episode 193 and it is called space, space dam episode commencing in three two one episode initiated Turn on your night vision goggles and dive into the gritty campaign of moral choices, threat assessments, and geopolitical diatribes in this week's first-person action shooter, Crit of Duty, Cosmic Warfare. This is your GM Patrick here, your gun magazine extension, allowing you the stopping power to take on terrorists and enemy combatants with a spray of bullets. Joining me in making the world a free place with well-placed tactical strikes are the five squad members of Special Ops Team Midnight. And my friends slash players to my right. She's an SAS certified marksman with the wings on her shoulder to prove it. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, this heavy fire ordnance specialist is calling in a nuclear strike. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Remember, no Vesk. To my right, he's a literal tank driving into the battlefield with an impenetrable iron side. It's Tyler dredging up Devasho. Yo, yo. Across from him, Task Force 141 member that likes to mix up combat operations with a giant sword. It's Jabert playing a stressed. Hey, hey. And across the digital table, this Ursikstan rebel is ready to lay down some covering fire. Why, it's Miles mixing it up with sprouts. Good evening. Guys, we're back. We are back. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I definitely know a ton about this game and didn't have to look up <laughs> a bunch of references when I wrote this a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I <laughs> games all blend together for me. I I hate Call of Duty so much. I get it confused because there's like another big shooty game series that's very similar. Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield. Yeah, I get Battlefield. those two confused. Well, Battlefield is like forty v forty, or at least it was. And Call of Duty was like 6v6. At least it was. But now everything is a, a, <laughs> everything a 500 is a, versus 500 battle royale. So yeah, they've all everything's a battle royale. Other. Which makes my interest 0v0. Zero zero. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, guys, uh, are you ready to play some Starfinder tonight? No. Yeah, you're right, Miles. <laughs> you are correct. Do you know why? <laughs> I'm oh, never because, ready. <laughs> because we... 
we have to go in and and talk to a certain plant detective uh, to figure out first what happened last time on Cosmic Ray. Bugs, bugs everywhere, and not a drop of liquor in sight to drink. We began the fight against a swarm of programmer clouds. My pistol didn't do diddly squat against a thousand bugs. Devasho threw the fires of the stars at them, and Echo started mowing them down. But it was a one-sided fight. By the time we located the explosives to blow the dome, the swarm was defeated. But we weren't done. After a few tense moments checking our explosive settings, we hightailed it out of there just to watch it explode in the rearview mirror. Looks like Bernoa Firestorm are going to be playing a lot of away games this season. You guys had but a few hours to get to about midday here on the second full day of the the invasion of Susquehann to to rest up, but not nearly enough time to to gain back RP. Just enough time to to burn some to get your SP back, your your stamina before you were having. <laughs> yeah, for those who's got the luxury. But before you're called in for another deadly, potentially mission, <laughs> how's, how's the posture I, doing? I never I thought know. I'd be, I'd never thought I would be, uh, you know, riding the hover car express with zero resolve into a brand new fight. This, this is, is just, this is just like Pathfinder second edition. There's no stamina or RP in <laughs> that's, that. You know, <laughs> I'll think of it like that and I surely will survive just fine <laughs> uh you know what if you've already used your uh book re-roll uh i'll, I'll give you uh, another book re-roll have you used yours yet oh i don't know oh, nope still looks like you've got one left uh, um, well see i should have thought about i should have well, known you this got was coming. you've got that going for you so if you need it it's there yeah except for this is one of those things where i'm more worried about you hitting me than me being able to hit somebody else so uh (laughs) if i can use my book roll to force you to re-roll great but other than that (laughs) uh Uh, this is i i mean i'm terrified to be honest i'm very i feel very lucky that i i can even do such a thing because i have a, a talented uh trust and a uh, uh, Mark II serum healing mixer Zinnia <laughs> that can yeah. save my the uh, save my Trox bacon over and over and over and over again. Yeah, she can, speaking of which, you need her. any healing? Because I did whip up some healing serums last time. No, I, I have full hit points. So my 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 situation right now to recap it: no stamina at all. It's all gone. Ninety two hit points, zero resolve. So every hit I take, every piece of damage the enemies make, <laughs> we'll be watching you die. Oh, watch oh, oh. Yeah, he, let, be watching let, me. let Tyler, let Tyler deliver his. So thing. what is your? So you're at ninety two now. What is your total? Ninety two. Oh, okay. So you're at full. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just you know, it, what, every, every single t- every single fight we get in. <laughs> At the end of it, I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, let's stab two serums in me and then go on our merry way. Well, I have uh, some serums and an injector pistol with your name on them. So does Trist have a to stabilize? I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down so many times. <laughs> Patrick's going to, I mean, Patrick is like a crit and one good hit away just, from just, just stay in wiping the, the background. You're now a background. I character. can't stay What's in the, the background. I, I, 
because my only ranged option is that singing disc I bought back in book one. <laughs> maybe maybe Devasho and Zinnia and Trash should put together a, you know, like a safe word kind of thing where like if you start to get really, really in bad shape. You can scream out and we'll yeah. know what that is. What was the, the name? Swarm. <laughs> Bronchosaur. <laughs> Bronchosaur. Oh, I'm dying. That's my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Jabert, yeah, you got to be loving this as the first time we've rolled with a, a mystic in a campaign. You finally got a 100% all the time target for some healing spells. <laughs> you are ready. If he takes any damage, you're going to be like, how you doing, buddy? You just got to be like, bam! <laughs> right. Heal spell. Yeah, this whole campaign, I've just been, uh, I've been like, I've been like, Devasha, how you doing, man? He's like, eh, I'm almost halfway through my stamina. No biggie, no biggie. And so yeah. I'm all, I was just like, oh, cool. Like, let me let me take these like, spell slots and flush them down the drain. I guess I just won't use this cure spell anymore. I mean, I was yeah. I was almost thinking of not getting Mystic Cure up at this level, but <laughs> glad I did. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm happy you did too. Maybe I can rock the rest of the book with no stamina points. <laughs> here, here, we're about to find out. <laughs> just a reminder <laughs> the last time we played you got a call from lieutenant kahur who has called you to the rendith dam uh where they have an operation to try and secure it and it is a uh a, a dam of the rendith river that you guys from susculin know of well provides hydroelectric power to all of Brenoa. And it is itself well over 150 years old, made primarily of old stone and concrete, but there's more modern attachments and additions of spillways and subterranean reservoirs and things like that um, installed over, over the years. But as you are driving up to it, you notice the water back behind the dam as you crawl up the um, western, northwestern hills of Bernoa. The the water back behind it is yellow. It's caustic looking. There's there's fumes. There's stink lines coming off the top of it. <laughs> and as you get closer, your hover vehicle has to drive over. It looks like the corpses of several swarm creatures. Some of the smaller ones, dredgers. And perhaps some, a few here and there, like flying bugs. And to meet you at the the top of the dam leading up to its control center is a large dragonkin, a noble-looking dragonkin, uh, who you recognize from the, the planning stage. Deed as Lieutenant Cahor. I will boop, increase them so you can see they are indeed in SDF fatigues cut for a, a large dragon uh, dragonkin person. They've got orange orangish yellow scales and uh, black horns and a little goatee. And uh, you know just, just from their background that they are indeed Susculin native as well and uh, are, are dedicated as a, as a lieutenant to, to taking the fight to the swarm and getting the planet back. Yeah, that is the scene that you see as you you drive up here. You can disembark and go up and, and get a, a full battle report. Uh, I, I do that. <laughs> now do it in character. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. 
Mr. Lahore, uh, uh, Midnight Squad is uh, reporting for duty. Thank you all for coming. The situation here. Uh, uh, let me brief you. Um, all these dead bugs you see on the, on the roadside, I'd, I'd like to take credit for, but that was a situation when we arrived yesterday. We, we took charge of the dam uh, later in the evening without firing a single shot. Um, our engineers are looking at uh, now how to best purify the reservoir here so we can move to reopening the dam as it is dangerously high. This thing, it, it looks something like out of a, an ancient history textbook to me. I didn't want to deploy my troops on it at first, but the engineers say the dam is at least as solid as a, any modern construction. Maybe even more so, but I can't say why. I didn't know much about its construction, and uh, I thought we might get some information from the control room. But when we got in there, the computers are just spouting nonsense. Uh, I was hoping it's... Uh, just beyond the expertise I have here, and you all might be able to, to decipher it. Now, there's something strange going on here. And if there's danger, well, I'd like to, your help in identifying it. Get your advice on a course of action. Show me those computers. I'll take a look. Um, yeah, so he can start leading you over. Uh, do you want to check out the dam as you're, you're walking, walking past? Maybe. Yes, as I'm flying past... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you guys, you guys all want to go to the <laughs> control room. Yeah, there's some some lines yeah. here on either side of the dam as you have reinforced it, I believe, with two extra squadron um, squadrons of SDF soldiers, uh, and it seems well fortified. Um, why don't you, as you're walking along, make me an engineering check to to assess the dam? The forty one. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. Uh, I was going to ask just, if we all uh, got to, but no, never mind. <laughs> you know what? You probably could have failed this if you rolled the one, but uh, you notice the dam is indeed surprisingly strong after many, many months of, you know, swarm, uh, per perhaps attacks on it. It seems like they fill the reservoir with what looks like um, some kind of acidic, highly acidic uh, waters. But yeah, despite its its age and the acidic nature of the water, it seems fine. You see there's some military engineers not really armored on the backside of the reservoir, um, you know, taking samples. And you see like some small labs set up here and they're, you know, testing bases and, and things like that. And other things to neutralize some of the, the elements of, of the water. Mm -hmm. Um, anything you want to do before you, you head on here? Uh, just comment on the fact this is eerily uh, unsullied. <laughs> Makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah, the the, the uh, dam is fine. There are still even this far into the dam. I will say maybe get like boop, like halfway over here. I'll move move you guys along. Uh, at this point, there are still dead swarm around. Um, but there's maybe fewer uh, as can you get we, closer to the control room. Can we check the bodies to see how the swarm died? Because they said that they didn't have to fire a shot. All these bodies were here. So something yes. killed all these swarms. So how? This is this is reminding me of that scene in Alien Resurrection where they have the xenomorphs in the prison cell that beat each other up to get out of the prison cell. Oh, yeah. When they just stabbed the living bollocks out of that poor... <laughs> Loser and 
<laughs> Use his blood to go out the bottom. Poor loser. Um, yeah, so if you go to investigate, Lieutenant Horse says, uh, I told my troops not to move any of the bodies in case something about their positioning was important. Not sure what, what killed them. Uh, Zinnia, why don't you make me a, a life science, or if anyone wants to get a medicine check, checking them over, you can do so. Am I trying to identify? Because if so, that's a 32. Yeah, so you can identify indeed from afar that these are dredgers, but as you go in and investigate, they seem to have some genetic uh, differences from the ones you fought here many, many months ago. Um, they, they have adaptations like gills and small fins, maybe webs between some of their, their claw-like fingers. Um, and uh, you can guess perhaps they were given swimming accoutrement to try and get down at the dam if they were assaulting this place or swim up from the river and and attack it perhaps um does anybody have a uh, medicine check we roll medicine as well uh i did but i didn't roll super great yeah um i mean i mean it looks like it's an 18 uh, i mean i can i can auto uh, uh, uh help on that Aid. I mean, it looks like just something smushed them, smushed them real good. Um, they were killed maybe right at the um, the onset of, of the invasion, maybe uh, a few days old at this point, but probably before any SDF troops got here. Indeed, um, hmm. weird. Does anybody else want to um, roll medicine to, to see if you could do better or, or take? A- Can I do that or? Yeah. Can I not? I mean, you guys have all the time in the world here if you want to. It's a oh, 39. Embarrassing everyone with these good dice rolls as well. Um, yeah. So as you're investigating, maybe you uh, start to look at one of the ones that are maybe a little harder to identify as they've taken more damage. It looks like this is bludgeoning damage primarily. And maybe by something large, something uh, much bigger than they were just pounding into them, maybe crushing them underfoot, perhaps. Um, there's not a lot in the way of, you know, footprints besides what you can see here on the, the, the spillways on top of the dam are definitely, you know, swarm tracks. Um, but uh, by some of the larger kind of pockets of, of dead swarm, you do find, um, additional material and maybe it's from the water or something they dragged ashore but there's what looks like uh, piles of crystallized mud just kind of like big plops of of uh, now dried um, dried up dirt uh, um, like as though it had been splashed out uh, perhaps uh, why don't you as you get closer to it it does tick off some boxes Seems to be uh, radiating like a, a, a faint magical aura. Magic mud. We got magic mud. Mud magic. Finally. Mm. <laughs> this, uh, this episode's title. Mud magic. <laughs> Make me a mysticism check if you want to investigate further. Oh. Oh, well, I guess I can. And now, tr- now Trest is is the wise one here. I'm the king of the magic. This is like one of the few things I have. Oh, God, I still suck at it. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, it's not. No, not when uh, Jabert has rolled double. 
your dice roll. Uh, taking a look here. Uh, yeah, you perhaps have um, seen what these things could be attached to before. I forget if we fought in this campaign or not, but you have seen this kind of thing before. Uh, this is remains bits that remain from some kind of elemental creature from another plane of existence. Um, elemental. No crits. Maybe just a simple earth elemental, but something that indeed was magical pulled from another reality uh, here. And um, uh, you have rolled high enough that you can you can conjecture, you can guess that maybe whatever these things were, were defending the dam because it seems like they might have had a fight with a whole lot of dredgers. Yeah. Um, and maybe they were... Um, a, a part of the dam or like defenses for the dam. Are we dealing with mm. a magic dam here? They said that it was older than possible, but somehow but still totally fine. It's extremely old, but is sturdy and strong as perhaps a more modern creation. If that makes any sense, but hmm. yeah. You're not, Can I not be honest? Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of inclined to just leave it be. Is there some reason <laughs> we need to investigate? Well, if this dam XP, XP. were, if the dam were to break, almost all of the gains that you've made in the city of Bernoa thus far would be swamped and wiped away uh, in a oh right, and it's filling up right wave of acidic, caustic, slimy ooze that would more than likely set the the SD. F back and require you to, you know, allocate a whole bunch of your resources, your SDF soldier resources that you've allocated elsewhere to help clean up recovery, search and rescue, that kind of thing. Yeah. And Kohor said earlier that he wanted to open it so that we could relieve some of the stress on it. Right. Well, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I think why you guys put additional soldiers on the dam. It's is very dangerous if it breaks and if you're able to get back under control and get it working could also lead to uh, the recovery of Bernoa in a matter of months as opposed to years. But also the angering of some elemental guardians potentially. We'll see. There's potential, yeah. Um, Yeah, so with that information, you all uh, ready to go into the uh, control room that seems to be hanging precariously over the edge of the the very wide southern facing side of the the dam. Nothing like yes. precariously hanging over control room to yeah. That's a midnight squad. That's day one. Come on. Yeah, precariously is my middle name. Uh, Why does everyone make me a perception check real quick? Just as for fun. When my natural 20 is still not as good as the as, <laughs> as, the, as the detective, a whole bunch of other people's roles. Yeah, yeah. he's he, yeah. it is a detective, the detective or the the mystic. Mm. Tyler, I see you've uh, foregone rolling. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I think it'll be fun. Let's do it. Actually, yeah, I, <laughs> this is a, a God, do, we want, do we want to put player protest? Up? Oh wow! I rolled an eighteen. I'm now, now I'm upset. You made me do it. <laughs> 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 I wasted an eighteen on you. 
I mean, I rolled an 18 and it's a 21, which still makes me the worst. <laughs> uh, well, guess what? Um, Sprouts, Marlow, Trest, Echo, Seven. You guys have all rolled 35 or above. Um, you all hear, the three of you, uh, a chittering noise as there is a slight echo, maybe something in the wind carried up from down this huge cliff face, the southern side of the the dam wall. And uh, free action, Devasho, you can peer over it and see um, just hundreds of uh, swarm creatures just climbing r- right up the cliff face uh, towards you in your direction. Uh, but... Oh, before that happens, uh, let's roll into initiative and uh, uh, Sprout Ticket 7 and Tress, you guys will get a um, action in the surprise round as we move into combat. Oh my goodness. Everyone clicked on their token and rolled initiative like simultaneously. It's I've, a first. I've never seen Look it happen us. in oh. the history of this podcast <laughs> where it was done literally within five seconds of me asking for it. We've I'm, finally figured out roll 20, guys. <laughs> I am will never After have it again. So we will forget episodes. next week. Flabbergasted. <laughs> All right. No, well. I, I think it's mostly that you were like, well, just give me some perception checks and then from that point on everyone was just hovering over initiative like I know this is coming yeah come on come me. on Patrick yeah. I've already uh, typed in my SP and HP into my character and <laughs> Echo 7 your first initiative turn order surprise round surprise me with a mover standard action okay so where are the 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 chittering swarm coming from uh, you can hear them coming up the side of the dam so they are crawling up the the dry side, basically the uh, the non full side, <laughs> uh, towards the the top where you guys are at. Uh, can I just step up and shoot a couple of them off of the mm-hmm. of the 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 side? No, uh, not right now. But you can move over to the side and get ready to do so as a move action. It's a surprise round right now, so move for standard. Friend Sprouts, hold on. Getting right over there. Oh, yeah. Now, Sprouts Marlow, you also uh, are your next in the initiative turn order. Have a mover centered action, and you see chittering hordes of hundreds of, I believe, medium sized swarm creatures, if memory serves, in in large large formations coming up at you. So, are we? We need to stop these guys from getting from from rampaging on the dam. Correctly, they're they're gonna they're gonna wreck it. Well, you've seen a lot of uh, kind of similarly sized creatures have attacked this in, in days past, but there were supposedly some elementals to greet them. So uh, it is possible to uh, to fight them off for sure. Whether this amount would be able to actually do damage, you're, you're not entirely sure. So that's what I'm trying to think is like, should I try to get into the control room? and see what's going on there. Well, same situation probably with last week and the explosives. I think you've got a uh, much more pressing matter. Yeah, but will be the same situation as with the explosives where I don't matter. <laughs> Who knows? Do you want to give it a, a, a try? You'll call it a try with a standard action attack? Yeah, yeah. Why not? 
Uh, I'll take it. Aim with my my old pistol and so trick one better. But you have rolled a natural. All one. all reds, all reds. That is a lot of nasty. <sighs> when do you like the official cosmic uh, or not non official oh, cosmic crit? We pull cards. Uh, <laughs> fumble deck or the official Pisa deck? Uh, I guess I'll do the cosmic crit. Oh, you son of a bee. I don't have it open. Oh, to cosmiccrit.com to find our fan generated critical fail deck. So, range attack. Uh, submit by Pithka42. This is my rifle. Your gun jams in some way, failing to fire. Cartridge got lodged in there. And it can be repaired by spending a full action clearing the mechanism or, uh, you know, if it was a battery weapon, reseating the battery, what have you. But it will take a full action to get that pistol back in fighting shape. Oh, don't like it. So I got to have a backup pistol. Um, And also I do have a backup pistol. (laughs) Surprise round dressed at the bottom of the surprise round. But top of our hearts. What would you like to do, Jabert? It's uh, what you get for rolling a 37 on perception. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So were the uh, uh, were the, the smashes, were those on the those were on, on this side of the the dam, right? Mm-hmm. So like the, the dry side, the dry side, right? Yeah. The, a, I should have mentioned like a sheer hundred foot drop side. They're climbing up the side. Yeah, I'm thinking i mean elemental seemed like a pretty good pretty good <laughs> oh, no. thing to have um uh although uh, now, now that i actually stop and think about it no right the way that summoning works is you have to pick what summons you want when you level up and so you i i didn't prep a earth elemental you got so, others if you want yeah i, I apologize it's trying to figure out what all the features of all the things are. Mm-hmm. Sort of. are hard. Yeah. It's okay. Just trying to see if anybody can fly. It's just going to suck because these are swarm swarms. Lowercase s swarms, which they appear to be. We're... <laughs> We're in some trouble. Yeah. We're in some trouble because I can't just explode I will now. I'm just chilling for three turns. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to pull... Wait, nope, maybe a spell. Oh, oh maybe a spell. Uh, uh, maybe. What does a spell do? All right. I am going to indeed cast a spell. <gasps> what do you cast? Upon my friend, Devasho, I cast uh, the spell Shield Other. Ooh. Mm. Been a while since we used this one. Yeah, that is. Uh, Devasho, you take half damage from everything and I'll take half of your damage. Now this does this go straight to your HP though? It does. Okay. Oh, dangerous times to be alive. That is our surprise round back to Echo 7. All right, Echo 7 wants to take a shot with the uh plasma array just to see what happens here. Um but because He's standing here and sees a lot of swarm. He's going to use Soldier's Onslaught and taking three, three, three shots. Ooh. 
it's a lot of ammo. Not not a yeah, well, yeah. I have the it, conserving fusion. So technically less than if uh, you go full auto. Oh. Shot the first. Twenty six. Twenty six against EAC is a hit for twenty seven points of damage. Throw them all. Just throw them all and see what see how we do. We got a twenty. Okay, well that one is a miss. I can tell you. Shot the third. And we have a 25. All right. So two hits there. We've got 27 and a 30, it looks like. Is that right? Yes. All right. So you are picking them off. And indeed, you see maybe like five or six getting blasted from this horde coming at you on the the le- right side over, over here. But there's still dozens and dozens coming up behind them every time you plink one off the side and it goes falling down the the dam here maybe uh, a couple take take their place uh coming up to you these guys look kind of familiar maybe you've fought these things before but probably not in as high uh high in numbers uh oh sprouts marlow we are on to you next sprouts is gonna unjam his gun Oh, I forgot all about that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Terrible, terrible. It's not great. Good turn. Good turn. Good turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's some big talk out of Tyler right now. <laughs> <It's very real. laughs> I know. My turn is going to be just as bad. <laughs> uh, Zinnia, on to you. Zinnia is going to peer over the edge to see. Uh, she's up in the air right now um, to see uh, hundreds of swarms. She knows how this went last time. She is going to uh, make way toward where the computers supposedly are. And while saying or while uh, flying there, say to Amy, "All right, Amy, let's see if we can get this dam opened and those swarm drowned." Okay. Well, they're they're not near any. These spillways right now. Why, why don't you? Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, you, you'd I have to. That was so brilliant. You'd All have right. to look over the edge one to <laughs> to get a view of that. Do you want to move close to where you can see them? No, first, I was or? just saying that for cinematic <laughs> effect. I imagine someone's telling me that there are a bunch of people coming. I want to. Okay, but I, you you just like assume that you could <laughs> you could wash them out without looking at the situation. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just, so sorry. I, I have Crushing I dreams here tonight. Oh, well, well I, I mean, I don't want to. I will never tell you how to play your character, Rebecca. Never. But you have so many high skills. You should probably identify what these things are. I mean, sure. I can identify them. Oh, my them. goodness. You should do it every time for these dumb meatheads that you play with. <laughs> Oh, goodness Maybe gracious. it'll help them. It's going to help so much. It's a 38 to identify. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know for a fact that a single arms fire does seem to have effect, as you see, move up on Echo 7, blasting some off the edge. These are swarm uh, now phages, uh, which I believe you fought on. It might have just been in the back of the book in the, in the last refuge. Um because, yeah, there are no swarm in that book. I, I think, oh, no, they were in Husk World at some point. Um, but these um, creatures, let me just see here. That is enough to know um, at least one thing about them. But I will say they are in a troop formation, which is different from a lowercase s swarm formation. as They can Yay. be affected by 
attacks, they do take uh, one and a half time damage from AOE weapons, but they will take uh, damage from just regular attacks as well. <clears throat> okay, and how much info do I get? Uh, one, one item. Piece? What would you like to know about them? Um, do they have any special abilities? Uh, I would hope so. What so so? Mm. Hmm. So they have three special abilities. I'll give you the names, and uh, you. I'll, I'll tell you uh, what which one does based on what you want to know. One's called adhesive barrage. One's called mass organic rig. Another is called storage capacity. What would you like to know about the first one? As a standard action, this troop can fire two blobs of electrically charged goo at a grid intersection. Each creature there takes electricity damage and is entangled for uh, 1d4 rounds with a reflex saving throw, having and negating, having damage negating the entangled condition. So they blast you with electric goo. All right. Uh, what would you like to do? I don't love being right next to the edge here, but I will stay here and shoot my gun now that I know that it will, you know, do something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and will. I get, uh, hold on. Let me add my special. Oh, I've got it on. Uh, so these are swarms. So I get plus one to attack on this because of the hive jack. Um, that is factored in. Yeah. So, you know, troop defenses, half again as much damage from AOE, half amount of damage from single targets like your shot um, and normal that affects multiple targets like um, fully automatic weapons. Yeah, I don't have anything like that. So I'll just take a single shot and Mm -hmm. hope it does something. Oh, hey, critical hit. That's pretty good. Uh, Are they immune because they're in troop formation? It would be if... Oh, gosh. Uh, Troop immunities. Google, tell me what happens here. Actually, I think these guys might not be immune. Just double check. Why They wouldn't do that two weeks in a row, right? Oh. Oh. I mean, you've already mentioned an (laughs) elemental, which is immune to crits. So we're already already there. They They might not, but you might. To so many things, crits not one of them. Yes. <gasps> Patreon shout out to oh my goodness, uh, you've given us so much on Patreon. Thank you very much, flanking buddies, Christopher R. Um, almost almost full year on that the old Patreon. Thanks for supporting this show, Dem and Rono crits everything in between. Uh, oh goodness, it is a trick and it is a hit. Let me ask you this. Are they immune to my trick, debilitating tricks? Flat-footed, off-target, and bleed? You know what? They are immune to a number of... uh, uh, Basically, every combat maneuver, they are unflankable, uh, but they are not untrickable, if that makes sense. Okay, so I can make a troop flat-footed? Uh, yes, you can't okay. do that by making them flanked, though. Got it. Okay, but Pretty sure. they're flat-footed now because I tricked them. All right, so you're shooting. You want to shoot the same squad that there are two uh, teams here. Same squad yeah. that uh, Echo Seven just shot at. Yes. All right. Was the oh you have to roll again or? Oh yeah, probably. Demolish. Oh, it's already it's already a lot of damage. Even oh gosh, what is it? Sixty-eight now. Haven't it? Yes, it is. 
right, so that is going to be 30 plus 37, 67 plus 17, which would be 84. Is that right? Plus 16, which, (laughs) hold on, this doesn't sound right. Uh, 100 sounds pretty right to me on a a trick. A hundred. Wow. A hundred damage? That's and, a lot. And, and they gain the burning condition. And burning condition. 3d4. Uh, go ahead and roll that now. Uh, okay. So that is 50 full points of damage. And this troop has been reduced in size by half. <laughs> by wow. a single shot. Well, Echo 7 Pretty much. Has, uh, got two hits as well. But that that's true. That's did true. almost twice as much as Echo 7's two shots. <laughs> Not that we're counting. Not that we do math here. Right, so that's eight burn damage as well. All right, and they will get a chance to save against that on their turn. Excellent, excellent. Moving on down the line, Debasho. I'm so sorry. They get to go. Oh, you're next. Oh, they are coming up, coming up strong here as they climb up the side here. Uh. And just the way they're positioned, it looks like two swarms on top of the Fosho. You're only getting this damage once, but as they begin to, I mean, I don't have other words besides besides swarm around you. Uh, you guys are all cinematically fighting off like two or three of these things. Lieutenant Cahor is here as well. The soldiers from that are guarding this place are shooting into this giant squad, but are barely able to make a dent. There are so many of these now phages uh, rocking you guys. Uh, let me roll. Um, they're just going to do their uh, regular melee troop attack and everyone is going to take some damage. So first off um, I'll do Devasho, Trest, and Lieutenant Ahor. You're going to take this damage. Uh, 24 points of piercing as their, their claw attacks are able to get past armor, start slashing at your your skin, your chitin, what have you. Um, so that, and that, that was Devasho? Devasho, Trest, and Lieutenant Kahoria. And Trest, how does this work? I have... You take a half damage. Okay. And only 21 points of piercing to everyone else. So Zinnia, Sprouts, and Echo 7. <laughs> They beat you by 0.1 in the initiative. Oh, but that's that's the wrong person. 0.1 in the initiative. But that is their turn as they have to move, double time it up the side of this thing to get around you guys. And Devasho, you are next. I have to look up a rule. Oh, exciting times. All right. I'm going, Devasho's going to move out of the troop. Ooh, did anything special happen when Rebecca Zinnia crit? Oh, yeah. I... I'm I yeah battle leader oh gosh it happens so rarely it happens so rarely uh yeah so that will proc well Zinnia would have gotten SP back but we're not gonna worry about that that will trigger everyone getting a plus five bonus to damage until the end of my turn all right not including myself that will probably help but we're gonna we're gonna move over here and we're going to can I his turn is like in just a second right. Well, end of my next turn. Oh, right out. It lasts for a, uh, a whole second I, round. Oh yeah, let me see. No, I think it. I think it ends just at the end of. That would be. Turn. That would be so, dumb. Yeah. Would it not be the end of the person that crit? It, uh, there's a lot of abilities that are worded like this, and it's it's very yeah. disappointing when I when I see any <laughs> one of them. 
Well, for know. now, let's let's mention this until the end yeah. of Zinnia's turn. But you're you're moving outside the Naufage swarm around oh. Zinnia and, and Echo and Sprouts. And what are you doing? It does say each ally affected by this victory cry gains a morale bonus to damage rolls until the end of their next turn. The allies next turn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Uh, okay. Can I use the feat cleave on the troops? In in more ways than one, it seems like this would be the one that makes the most sense. You can't cast spells that target a certain number, but I think you'd be able to to cleave because they are medium creatures just in like a big group, you know? All right, then. Mechanically, if it doesn't work, it should. So we're going to say yeah. As my standard action, I'm going to go with the cleave. I haven't done this in like forever. So we'll see what happens with the shield. Everything's always a little more magical in the cleave. Wee. Does uh, I hope a third, uh, 18 on the dice. It's nothing but 37s tonight. Yeah, that's a hit. Awesome. So since I hit, I deal damage normally, and then I can make an additional attack using the full bonus against a foe within my reach and who is adjacent to the first, which they are. So I'm going to roll again for the other troop. And another 18 on the dice. Two 18s in a row. And that's uh, with half damage going through 18 and 18 back to back. So... Yeah. You're putting in 36, and this swarm is reduced uh, again, basically in half after that. There are now maybe only a dozen left here. Still harrying Zinnia and, and Tress and Sprouts as we move on to Trest in your turn. Right. So at the beginning of my turn, um, Devasho, you heal 12 hit points back. Okay. All right. And Although this was like the worst enemy, but it could have come across for your link. It's a lot of it's a lot of HP damage I'm taking right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anytime if something doesn't have to roll and you're soul linked to me, it's it's a problem. Ooh, it's a lot going on. All right, um, all right. Yeah, and then move action. I'm gonna draw my laser sword. I mean my magic sword. And standard action, swing it. All right, so you're swinging at this other group that now is between it's just you and Lieutenant Cahor engulfed oh, yeah. by over 100 of these things. Oh, yeah. We're chop, chop, chopping. Uh, 29 to hit. A hit. Ah, uh, for 45 points of damage. All right, so boom, boom. You're knocking out dozens of these guys. Just one sword swipe, several fall. Chop, chop. And Lieutenant Cahor, I've looked up the rules for a level nine dragonkin uh, <laughs> from, I think, God, it must be bestiary one that they're from. And he, uh, is, as a move action, is going to pull out a huge dragon glaive, a thunderhead dragon glaive, and try and smite some of these things. You guys got, got a big old beefy ally, and I'm going to roll for him. Yeah, six <laughs> to attack. He's got a, a great bonus, so that is still a hit and is doing this um, a couple d8s of damage. Um, two d8, I've rolled an eight, and it's not as impressive. It's He does not uh, kill as many as as Trest, but this huge rank and does knock two or three down. Maybe 
I can't do math. Maybe half the amount that you killed Trest? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> it's respectable. Mm. <laughs> that one counts as two. It had two heads. I saw it. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, I think, I think exactly half the amount that you did. Okay. Uh, good times for Lieutenant Cahor as we go on to turn two. Echo seven, you're up. Echo seven would like to. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, <laughs> we're surrounded. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do as much of like a spinning, uh, like punch, punch, punch as I can. So we're going to do Ooh. a soldier's onslaught with the hammer fist. Awesome. Just knocking them out left to right. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Yeah. This like, reminds me of when Iron Man gets in the Hulkbuster and it's just that like, <laughs> it's just that like piston, that piston uh, oh, fist. Yeah. Punchy hand, I think is yeah. what they call it. <laughs> it's MCU approved, right? Punchy hand. Uh, go ahead and start making these attacks. I'll tell you how you do. That's against KAC flat footed 21's a miss. Oh, natural one is a miss. You got to roll this last one before I t- t- well, I guess before I tell you what happens, but I'll uh, I'll give you the option here. Uh, official crit fumble deck or official crit fumble deck. I'm getting the card, Drew. That was a joke. You're making me take an official one and not a, uh, a cosmic crit. <laughs> yeah, we've already used the, the uh, fan. <laughs> These are probably going to be so so tame. Uh, yeah, this is a kinetic attack. Uh, should it make that noise, your weapon deals damage equal to its item level to anyone who attacks with it until the weapon is repaired with a successful engineering check. That hammer fist is going to be... Uh, doing you some harm, maybe harms your actual construct arms if you try to attack with it again, which you do with this third attack, which means you're going to take, I think, level damage. Yeah, item level. What is a hammer fist actually? No, hammer fist has like an item level, right? It's I'm not. Think, or is that I'm part of your? I think, I think hammer fist is the gear boost. It I think the weapon boost. would be your uh, powered armor. Mm. I guess whatever the damage was coming from, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Hammer Fist is like a feat, right? I think Jabert's right. It comes from the soldiers. Yeah, so whatever the level, take take that in damage of your your powered armor. Uh, But I will say this last one, flat-footed, this 23, is a hit. So you are getting some damage in here. It is not enough to destroy the rest of these creatures. You only get about one of them. Yes, that's, it should be 26 damage for that, uh, just for the record. Um, oh, well, let me do the math again. No, they're still up. I'm sorry. How much damage am I taking here? Let me just. What's your power uh, power armor? Uh, I'm going to have to look this up again. You don't know what power armor you got? What well, it's, it's called? The, it's the stag step. I just don't remember what level it is. Yeah. Just, just Google that bad boy. Well, uh, that's a level 11. Boom. 11 points of damage. Right, not, um, not too bad at all. And that is your, your full turn. Good, sir. You have to repair it. I mean, you can still attack with it. You will take 11 points of damage every time you do. Um, but repair it after combat. All righty. Flow righty. Uh, Sprouts Marlow. Boom. All to you. All right. So Sprouts is going to, I guess, target these guys and pop out of the little square. 
<laughs> the weapon fix. You you run behind uh, cover with the SDF. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm gonna take a shot at this group. Uh, CR twenty. Natural. Three. Meant to mention, it's flat-footed, by the way. And that is a miss. Twenty-one to hit. Natural three. Oh, sorry, Sprouts. As we head to Zinnia, maybe you can take out this group that is harassing you before they get a chance to attack back after All your right. crit. Zinnia is going to fly backwards a bit to get out of the fray and take a shot as she does. Flying is so nice. It is mm. nice. I'm going to miss it. Uh, that's a 35 to attack with a CR 19 or lower on the trick. Actually, 21 or lower. <laughs> Save some 17s and 18s for the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> tricked and hit. All right, so that does 47 damage. Uh, f- uh, 52. How about it- 26? Final offer as it's half damage. <laughs> it. But it had uh, 22 hit points left, so this troop is destroyed. Good job, Zinnia. Destroyed. Uh, you, yeah, you see the last one about to jump up on Echo 7 and you blast it back with a pistol shot. Uh, there's only one troop left, is around Lieutenant Kahor and Trest. It will automatically do. Oh, actually, do we? Uh, I think we want to do some, some ranged attacks. It's adhesive barrage. Oh, so I think it's going to be able to hit. Oh, you guys are well spread out. It, it's only going to be. Uh, I guess it doesn't have to move, and it still does damage too. So it can do. It can do both. Let's do the the barrage against people outside. That's going to be Echo Seven and Devasho. Would this incur an attack of opportunity? Does it range attack? Don't, I don't think so. I don't know. It doesn't. Well, I, I should say it doesn't need to make. Attack! It's an EX mm-hmm. ability that just it they blast out these these blobs, um, but it is within five feet of an intersection. So I think yeah, it's only going to be able to affect these two. Uh, why don't the Vasho Echo Seven? You guys both give me a reflex save. Natural twenty. Mm. Nice. So saved and half damage. Which gets uh, twenty four natural uh, twelve. <laughs> you guys both saved. <laughs> uh, so uh, this this is very little damage, and you guys are not entangled. Electrical damage as you're shocked for uh, thirteen points of electricity damage. Half of that is only six. Oh boy! And Lieutenant Kahor and. And Tress taking max damage from their troop attack, which is 24 points of piercing. And how's our dragon kin doing? If I have a thermal capacitor, does that affect that electricity damage? That's not a thermal thing. That's an electricity thing. Never mind. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Don't you get in conversation about thermoelectrodynamics with me? <laughs> it, it should be able to take up some of it. Uh, how, how is Tress doing after that? Um, I am close to half stamina and close to half HP. <laughs> oh boy. But, All right. Uh, but I'm okay. Devasha, we are on to you. Uh, f- I guess full attack, right? It's only turn two. Mm. Uh, Devasha tells uh, Cohort to move, to leave. 
if this thing makes it to the next turn, I'm not going to be responsible for his death. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand the Vacho. All right, good. Successful communication. Double attack. I might, I might breathe fire on them myself, and you would have to get out of the way. That's what the dragon can can do. Uh, Twenty nine on the first is probably going to be a hit uh, against Casey. It's a hit. And roll that second attack. Let's see. Two thirty three is a hit. Oh, and more damage this time. Thirty nine points. Yep. So that's going to be a total of seventy six altogether. Half of that. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You don't. Do you not get the? Oh, we're we're past the uh, return of that crit. So. No more. No more. Yes. And, and none of my battle leader abilities affect myself. Okay. Myself. All right. We've gotten an, a good amount of hits in on this second troop. As we move on to Trest, you are surrounded still. All right. I think I'm going to make uh, a, I think I'm going to make a full attack. <gasps> Staying in the, the troop. What a trooper. That's what I'm doing. Uh, minus four. Oh, ooh, 15. Good thing I made two attacks. Oh, good. Got a spare one. Get them. No more natural toots. Hey, Hey. there we go. Hit. So that's uh, 39 points of damage. (laughs) Purple number. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just, uh, I'm relegated to the calculator for the rest of the night. These (laughs) these double digits are too high for me. Uh, That is enough to reduce this troop size by half. There's only about 70 of these things left or however many as a single troop. Uh, As we move on to Lieutenant Kahor. Oh, also, uh, Devasho, if you had any uh, damage at the beginning of my turn, uh, or did you have any damage? Uh, Yeah, I think I took six okay you get that back okay lieutenant kahor yeah that, that they do have a, a, a flame breath capability so they just see a huge group of them amassed on the south side of the dam and they're going to make them roll reflex save as boom, a, a giant flamethrower awesome. spout of flames emerges from their mouth I don't even need a. They don't need an augmentation to breathe I've fire. Rolled, I've rolled excellent for reflex. Great, 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 great. Uh, definitely a save, right? DC sixteen. Oh boy, why even? <laughs> what is that based on? Uh, but still, <laughs> this is ninety-six fire damage, and they take half, one and a half times. That. Oh, rocks! Oh, yeah, yeah, I can help. I can help. So uh, that is 39 in total reduced by half is 19 plus another nine is 28. Right. Yeah. Awesome. I can do math. I can do math. Well done. Kahur. Okay. And that takes us to turn three. Echo seven. All right. Well, with my, my punchy arm uh, incapacitated, just a little hurdy. Just not, not a, a punch of you yourself are. Uh, we're going to go back to the Plasma Array White Star Soldier's Onslaught. Three, three, three attacks. Here we go. <laughs> Drew's getting ready for, uh, he's actually doing some voiceover work for some of the 4th of July tents. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Soldier's Onslaught. Three, 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 three mortars for sale. <laughs> 
The first attack isn't very good. Let's see what the second does. <laughs> oh, that's a 26. Hey, there's a hit. And last but not least, Sunday, 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 do we have a natural four? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. They, uh, there's not many of them left. There's like maybe 10 of these stragglers after that huge blast of plasma energy knocks out about a dozen. Uh, surprise, Marlowe. Not not super not- combat effective this this game, this this night, but you've got the the turn onus on you and you've got a clear shot uh, against this, this swarm troop. All right. And so Sprouse is going to take it and just line them up. Ooh, there we uh, go. It's a CR twenty-two to hit. That's so, so there's is there even CR twenty-two creatures? It's too high. Starfinder, you're shooting gods out the sky with that. And that's that's what I like to hear. And uh, thirty-two on the attack, so that uh, is forty points of damage. All right. Uh, like I said, there's only about ten of them left. You line up uh, one perfectly placed shot and you blast uh, maybe the strongest looking one and the rest scatter down the side of the the dam uh, some falling because they can't can't climb away fast enough uh, they are dead we are out of combat I will go ahead and use my battle leader ability uh, which I can proc whenever somebody defeats an enemy and in this case I can give sprout some stamina points back so all right do that 30 points of stamina back to you. Uh, amazing. You take some damage. That's good. good. That's right. Good so I'm, I'm back up to full. Devasho, you get a sticker. <laughs> yes. I love, I love this archetype. I'm not going to lie. I wish I had been using it properly the entire game. <laughs> it would have been nice. Anna, I cannot believe you gave Sprouts a SP and not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kill it. I wanted you to kill it, but you. It's only for the person who kills it, I'd say. It's only Correct. for if you deal the final blow or you get a critical hit. Then I can do something. Otherwise, I'm I'm useless. <laughs> Still, <laughs> Tris doesn't know the mechanics, and you're like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> His gun jammed, and he ran away. <laughs> Why are you encouraging Sprouts, you monster? I was so glad that Sprouts finished the fight because Patrick forgot to move Kahur, so I was going to blow up Kahur on my turn. Oh yeah! Oh, good times. He would have. He would have taken. It. He's he's got some wounds, but you can tell this this uh, lieutenant has has taken on a number of swarm. He sh- shrugs it off and says, <laughs> "I guess that's what." Uh, RP is for right rest and and practice. <laughs> uh, I I would not know. <laughs> yeah, and also I think he's probably immune to fire, so he's probably. Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, really? Dragon? God, Dragonkin are. Yeah, why is easy? Good. I, we talked about it in season two. You guys should have played Dragonkin. They're great. <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Miles almost played a Dragon. Yeah, King. I almost, almost did, but uh, and, I, and I would have. Like bears, but so then I was told yeah. I could be a giant talking bear and that's blue, a blue talking bear I allowed the color to was go more through. and was more fun when was, I'm, I'm one of my favorite characters so far we'll, we'll talk about that and when the entire podcast is over it's like top 10 characters <laughs> start finding characters um let's get back into it you guys can indeed take a, a 10 minute rest here relax if uh if you can want to get stabbed with a serum of healing i imagine I you might want to do a couple of these. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think How I just. How far I'm down a, are you? I'm not that far, but thanks to Trest. So uh, I I probably just need one. I thought I I thought I healed you back up for both both times you got hit. I thought you took half. Did you take all of it? Well, no, no. So I so I take half of everything of everything you take. Uh, I I take the, your other half, and then I. But then at the at the beginning of my turn, I also heal you back up twelve points. Oh my and god! I ta- so I took I took the first half, and then I took the other half later. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I'm fine. I misunderstood. Yeah, so you, that completely. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Jesus, Tress. <laughs> oh, because you also cast. Because I'm also life linked to him. Yeah. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious! So I've got shield, other, and life link up. So whenever oh, they were doing okay. 24 damage, I'd take the first half. Then he'd he'd take that. He'd take that. Then at the yep. beginning of my turn, I'd heal him back up 12 and take the other half of his. And so. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Then no, I'm That's fine. Uh, yeah, you're right. I am perfectly. Healthy trust needs a trust Is needs trust a heal, okay? serum of healing. <laughs> uh, trust needs a little healing, but uh, right, let's see. Right. I've got I've got some I've got some RP here. Let me see if I can. Since we're out of since we're out of combat here, mm-hmm. I'll just take a move action and see if I can't clear this up. Do do do. Yep. Oh man, the AC kicked on. It feels so good. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, summer nights playing Starfinder. No, nothing. Nothing better. Your armor class kind of helped you the entire fight. <laughs> oh, Drew. Oh, you saucy uh, minx. Yeah, so I'm just going to use a healing channel to just real quick pop that back up to full. Excellent. Okay. Uh, oh, what do I need to roll to repair my punchy arm? Uh, make me an engineering check. Oh, proc. I can fix it for you if you want, right? Uh, Yeah. Oh boy! Good, oh, you good. broke it even more. <laughs> Echo, Echo cannot by himself. It's like that. Right, let me get my. It's like when head. you're trying to um, put a bracelet on uh, yourself. Jesus! With my hand. <laughs> oh, the prank. Ooh, natural seventeen. I have uh, plus twenty four to several someone, skills. <laughs> someone ban these classes. Someone ban DC twenty two. I think is wow. Can, can fix are so op six. <laughs> I also rolled a, a 17 on weapon. that, right? Like, so. yeah. yeah, but it's a 41, it's Rebecca. A 41. <laughs> know, it's a, and we're level, and we're level 12. <laughs> like, this is not even like near near how powerful you get. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and if it was to disable a lock, she gets plus four on it. Ah, yep. uh, uh, right. So you, are you guys healed up? Ready to continue on? Uh, I'm going to use an RP actually. Excellent. Well, I'm also using time to do that. But... And Lieutenant Cahor will commiserate with you and and also burn an RP and, and rest up before you guys move into the control room. It's like, ah, of course they wait until the big, the big time gets here before they, they launch their attack. They, they knew they wanted a, a shot at you all. I'm sure you're, you're legends among these, these monsters. They chased you off this planet and now you're, you're back for vengeance. Yes. That's a, exactly what happened. Oh, there's, there's stories running through my men. You all are unkillable. It's, it's good to see it in action and in practice. You, you can take on a thousand of those things, I bet, and, and probably still lick them. It is comforting to think that, given that the swarm bring nightmares to so many people, that perhaps we may be the nightmare to them. <laughs> and regardless of whether we can lick them or not, they do not taste very good. Gross. Okay. <sighs> 
I have to admit, I've become more cynical over the course of our journeys um, and sometimes wonder if we're more like bait to them. What is the SDF really using us for? You all what, are. What, what is this, existential, existential crisis day? Zinnia is <laughs> questioning everything. I mean, when you're standing when you're standing over a dam and you're looking out over at a ruined city. Hey, you really start to you think got, about things. You, you got like the Dawson's Creek, like, you know, hair, you know, wind blowing through your hair and like, I don't want to wait for this dam to be knocked over. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Zinnia's ready for that engineering check. Let's go. <laughs> you're a killing machine don't let anyone tell you otherwise you're a, a, a flying angel of death to these swarm they probably see us as some kind of of winged monster anyway congratulations we, we fought them <laughs> off we survived let's let's figure out what's wrong with this dam so we can can open up those spillways yes let's okay. see about those damn spillways uh, I was told there were computers. Can can I take a look at the computers? Go right ahead. I'm I'm going to stay with my men and, and see if we can figure out what's wrong with this water here. Kevin, Jevin, it's good to see you again. <laughs> there, there are there are uh, there are two soldiers who just made me look like the generic uh, generic pieces of art from the book for SDF soldiers that I've, I've picked, but they are indeed. Um, they're a couple of Rhyforians who you've not met before. Uh, Axamander and the Philhylix. And uh, they, they greet you. They definitely look like some some techies, perhaps, from the SDF core. And uh, we'll say, uh, well, welcome, Midnight Squad. We don't know exactly what is happening here. Uh, Lieutenant Cahor uh, has requested your expertise, as this is perhaps somewhat beyond our control. Yes, beyond our control, Wild Helix. Uh, please take a look at the computer. Uh, yes, yeah, we, I, we've brought our, our greatest uh, technician. Uh, believe it or not, these steps that you see on the outside of the control room, these are steps downwards as the control room kind of juts out from the dam, looking down over it so you actually have a good view of this the concave side of the dam, the the dry side, if that makes sense, the smaller yeah. side. Um, and as you're uh, heading down these stairs and inside, Echo Seven, you joining us? You are. Yes. Okay. So I want to make sure everyone who wants to go can. You can stand outside with Tank of Horror if you want, but oh, uh, it is indeed a um, a massive drop uh, looking out over the the concrete bunkers kind of windows down below. Uh, the computer terminal is attached to the southern wall just under this transparent aluminum window. And there's a huge electrical distribution board on the, the northern side. You see circuit breakers, huge fuses. You know, they, they look like giant um, canisters uh, here arrayed on the wall. And yeah, as you take a look over the computers, you see the readouts seem to be non-common um, uh, kind of characters. They 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 look like you know, most uh, pictograph uh, kind of digital images that are are burnt in various places on the the screen. Uh, anyone want to show make me a computers check or perhaps? Uh, mysticism to see what is what is happening here. Oh, 
Oh no, that's a natural one. Oh, we got a chance, boys! We got a chance! Oh, I can magic re-roll computers. it though. I can re-roll it two times a day. Your natural <laughs> one is still a 25. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I rolled a nine and I got a 25. <laughs> no! Oh, yeah, trust! Trust, uh. and you get a bonus for figuring out these elementals that were tied to the dam. These figures... You, you recognize this this program, quote unquote, that is running through the screens here is actually very similar to some of the magics that you have studied for summoning and binding creatures from other elements. Indeed, more than likely, this is the language that the computer used to bind the elemental creatures to the dam. Hmm. Uh, is it still active? Are the are the elemental creatures still uh, bound here, or uh, you think maybe it's like locked up because perhaps there's there's nothing left to bind? Uh, you've seen no, oh. I mean, you've seen no sight of any elementals on this this dam, and this is seemingly stopping anyone from continuing with the program until there are elementals here to you know to to summon back up. Um, but why don't you make me another mysticism check? I'll tell you what you can figure out about this whole operation. Oh, goodness. 34. Another, another good one here. Uh, you think maybe binding new earth elementals to dam could just kind of reset the entire system, bring the the attacks from the swarm, this erosion by the acidic lake, um, could just stop it completely. Uh, but yeah, to to do that, it looks like you can kind of go through a ritual with this computer where you're going to have to break into it somehow. And that will be cracking the programming, opinion, mm-hmm. figuring out the passcode to get past this arcane kind of stoppage. And if, if you throw that idea to Axamander and Phil Hylix, they were like, oh, yes, it's, it's very possible that that would, would work. This is amazing. This, this piece of construction, this dam is more more magical than his technological. Ma, oh, you, you've done it, uh, Sergeant Trist. I think you've cracked this, but now we have to figure out this code. It's arcane mystical code. I think I just got demoted pretty badly. Is that a computer's check? Mm, yeah, doing so indeed, I think, will be computers. Do you want to make me a roll? Yep. <coughs> It's a 34 and plus four to hack a door, but I don't think that it applies here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a... Co- a Is the whole door. damn a door into another <laughs> a dimension? Big door. Uh, no, as you're, as you're going in, going through some of the, you know, distribution boards, uh, kind of like general entries for whoever was operating the control room, you know, trying to get in through their credentials, perhaps uh, the entire console just begins sparking wildly, uh, a la perhaps a scene from original Star Trek. You know, the, the entire command room shakes a little bit and uh, someone stabilized that camera. Yeah, Axamander and, and uh, Phil Helix just run for the door. It's like, it's all going to blow. Get out of here. <laughs> they freak out immediately. But uh, you guys, the sparking subsides um, after a moment. And uh, there is there's a huge bright light 
<laughs> oh no, Jabert's acting now and so good uh, with his <laughs> camera. Like, I only got very, the I, that was impressive. It. it looked good. It, it looked uh, it looked almost like a comic book scene because you've got like the blur background in scene. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, there is a blinding flash of light though after the the sparks die down, and uh, when you guys get your your vision back here. Uh, there are two glowing spheres hovering above the, the computer console. Um, maybe a, f- a few feet across somewhere like that. Need to go to the page. Goodness describe. gracious, great balls of fire. Maybe maybe a foot across or so. Uh, and you hear what sounds like high tension electrical wires kind of like snapping together and what sounds like the the snap and the sparks of electricity as they kind of convulse hey tyler how you doing uh don't move me closer did you just move my icon (laughs) stop it stop it stop moving moving debacho around uh, th- this might be, um, you know, encounter with your your creator. As you might remember, these little guys. Here's here's the art of what they look like as they yeah. come closer. They look like glowing balls of electrical circuit boards. Uh, these true. are <laughs> these are a couple of the monsters Tyler created for Attack of the Swarm. My babies, hey. little babies. Uh, Tyler, you pronking pronk. We don't, couldn't have. Don't. Couldn't have uh, uh, timed it better for his own creation to absolutely obliterate him. <laughs> Just obliterate him at zero uh, RP and uh, I'll be Tyler. I'm gonna go hang out with Lieutenant Kahur. <laughs> and you know why not? Here's a here's a third one too. Just uh just make things just a little more oh, fun. No. Yeah, we don't need we don't need uh, a two of, of these. What are these oh. called, Tyler? Uh, Fulnavar. Oh boy, might as well kill you more is what you should call them. Um, uh, a very important question before we move on here: Does anyone speak this language? You think? Does anyone speak? No. Orin. A U. Uh. No, I don't. Oh, good, good. Nobody. It's like another turn. I picture the vaguest language I could find. Then, of course, uh, the thing that they say as they uh, bounce into this room is to be continued. All right, good. There's, there's no getting out of this fight. We'll see ya next week uh, oh boy uh, guys thanks for playing with me thank, thank you, you. Patrick. Tyler, it's really thanks. hard to thank you tonight patrick i'm just gonna say <laughs> hey thank tyler next time we're coming back and oh boy uh these things are real wrong tyler why did you do this to <laughs> i i i was uh i was re i yeah i i was rereading when I mean, I knew this was coming up, and I was rereading it. I was like, like, it's a lot of work for Patrick. Uh, Yeah, we'll figure it out next week. Oh, boy, they're scary Uh, when when we get back into it. Uh, Until then, guys, thank you for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, you, sir.
listeners, thanks for listening. Those who support us on Patreon, thanks for that. And we'll catch you next week on Cosmic Crit. Good night. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.